What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one live streaming platform for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, Sky Vac. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Thank you. Um, yeah, my name is Ryan. Uh, I go under the artist project Skyvac. I'm in Orange County, California. Uh, I was born and raised in California. Um, I currently go to school at the University of Missouri. That throws a lot of people off, um, but I'm here for the summer in California, and this is most likely where I'll be after school. Um, yeah, awesome. so I guess just, oh yeah, go ahead. No, that's awesome, brother. Great intro. I'm glad you're in school and you're, you're definitely early in your DJ journey and super excited just to have you here on the My DJ Story podcast. So let's hear your story, man. Talk to us a little bit about the intro days. What sparked your interest to become a DJ and walk us through your journey leading up to where you're at? Yeah, I appreciate that. I just want to say really quick, I admire what you do. And I really appreciate the fact that you take artists who are at ground zero almost and uh, give them an opportunity to speak. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, so I actually, I grew up with almost zero musical background. Um, I didn't play the piano or the guitar growing up. Uh, I played the saxophone for one year, which was required when I was in elementary school, but that was it. And I always looked up to artists as something, I, I almost looked at them as like superheroes, like this impossible feat that either you're given this talent or you didn't have it. And I always saw it as this unreachable, unreachable thing that um, not anyone could do. And so I guess fast forward, uh, it's my summer after my freshman year of college and I'm working at a restaurant bar downtown in Columbia, Missouri. And the DJ would come in every night and it was my first time in the presence of a, a live DJ. And it was just something that I looked forward to every single week. And I really tried taking in everything that he did. And it it kind of just gave me an introduction to what that world had. And it just really resonated with me from the start. And I, I honestly believe that some of the most profound change in someone's life can happen almost instantaneously and honestly that was the moment that i went home after a shift at work and i just decided to buy a dj board i didn't care i just was gonna go for it um and at that point there is nothing in my life that had felt more natural and that just resonated with me um, as soon as I got started with it. And I remember, I want to say it was like 10 days to get to my house. And every single day I was watching YouTube videos, trying to learn everything that I could. So that way, as soon as I touched the board, uh, I was going to be able to do what I wanted with it. Um, and that really just progressed to me eventually getting to a point that I was really comfortable uh, playing in live crowds. I was doing tailgates for fraternities, really big crowds for homecoming games and everything of the sort. And eventually at the end of that semester, about three months later, I ended up playing at the bar that I was originally introduced to DJing at. And it was an amazing night and it was kind of a, a miniature first full circle moment right there. So that was pretty awesome. 
That's nice, man. That's a super powerful intro. You had a vision and you just kind of ran with it. You know, when I agree that, you know, a singular moment can really change your life. And it seems like that singular moment really had a big impact on yours. And you just kind of hit the ground running. You did all the prep work you needed to, you know, understand and learn the material and learn the equipment before you even had it saved up, you got the equipment and then you just kind of hit the ground running. So that's really great. It shows that you're driven. It shows that you're super smart and methodical the way you think about how you can progress in your life. So I'm super excited, you know, to hear what happens next, you know, after that surreal moment of being at the club that you got introduced to. Um, talk to me about what happened from there. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. So that was at the end of 2019 and I was set to go abroad in 2020, in the spring of 2020. And so I get my first gig um, at this bar and I remember coming home for Christmas break and getting a text asking if I could play the New Year's Eve show because he liked what I did. I thought, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding. And I was offered other gigs back in my college town. And it was hilarious because I thought right when things get rolling, I go off, right? And so I end up going abroad to Asia and Africa. I was on a program through Colorado State University um, that I was incredibly thankful to be able to be a part of. And it was on a ship actually with like no Wi-Fi and stuff. And so at that point with DJing, I thought, what's my end goal here? I grew up watching YouTube videos of these artists on big stages. And I thought, how do I get there? And Carlo Attendito, the DJ, He's a YouTuber. Um, he talked about how if you want to be on the, some of the top stages, nowadays you have to make your own stuff. And that was kind of a moment for me to say, if I'm going to do this, I'm I'm going to make it happen here. And so I, I downloaded Ableton before going abroad because I knew that I was going to be offline and I was going to have time to work on stuff. I got a manual to Ableton Live from uh, Amazon. And I got a laptop uh, music theory book from Amazon as well. And I basically just kind of dove into understanding the software um, when I was on the ship in my free time. And while everyone else was studying for their classes, mine were pass fail. And so I was just going headfirst into learning Ableton. It was pretty funny. Uh, I spent a lot of time on the ship with that. And at that point, I didn't even try making any music or songs. Uh, it was pretty much just getting a beep or a boop out that sounded good to me. Um, and when I got home afterwards, the program ended early because of COVID. Uh, it was something that in retrospect, I at the moment was very bummed because that was going to be my summer to break out and DJ and make money and have gigs. But looking back at it, I know that had the world not literally been on pause, I would have never taken the time to dive into creating music the way that I did. And I think that among the tragedy that happened with COVID, there's been so many stories of people being placed in situations that they would not have been otherwise. And I'm an optimistic person. I try to see the good in anything. And so I realized that among everything else going on, I had the opportunity to just lock in and learn something. And I really just took the time 
And it's been just over a year now that I've been producing. Um, it was March 2020, and now we're in June 2021. So it's it's been an, an exciting year, and I'm just really looking forward to what's coming up next. Wow, man, no, that's great. And I think that it's a testament just to your optimism that you can see the good in anything that goes on. And I'm the same way, you know, when I saw what happened with the pandemic and I saw what was going on with DJing, pushed me to start a new business and start this company called The Club. And, you know, it takes those people with those keen eyes to, to see opportunity and those that are confident and bold enough to take action on it, uh, to do great things in this world to make your life better. And then also just to follow the things that you're destined to do. Uh, so I, I'm excited because this is only the beginning. You're a young guy with a lot of uh, potential ahead of you. And I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens next. Uh, what, are, what are some of your long-term goals? Yeah, so right now uh, I just finished uh, probably the first song or remix. I remixed um, The Business by Tiesto. And it's really the first thing to where I've showed it to a few people. I've played it live without others knowing that it's my song. And I've got a really good reaction out of it. And I just got the artwork finished for that. So I'm going to be putting that out soon. Um, and that was kind of a big stepping stone for me and saying okay we're we're finally turning the corner on this and getting to a place to where we can start presenting this to others and really at the end of the day i want to provide value in the lives of others and i realize that if there's something that i like and appreciate there's going to be someone else out there who does as well even if it if it's only a hundred people, that's fine. But if I'm making someone happy by what I'm doing, then I'm providing value to others. And that's something that we as artists have an opportunity to do. DJs, anyone in this, in this creative passion of life uh, gets the opportunity to do. And that's just something that I've always been very passionate about. Wow, man, that's super amazing. And you have such a great spirit of helping and just serving other people. And I think that when you have that mindset, you are giving a lot of value to the world and just somehow it just all comes right back to you. Uh, so these are all things that I'm super bullish on, just kind of giving out as much value as possible. And you will see a lot of great things happen in your life. So keep it up, man. You're on the right path. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when yeah. we come back, we're going to dive deeper into your brand and talk a little bit about some of the learning lessons that you got throughout your journey as a DJ. Okay. Beautiful. Sounds good. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. I'm here with my brother, Sky Vac. He's telling an amazing story about his journey as a DJ and a recently new producer. So brother, tell us, you know, what are some of the things that you've done to create a brand for yourself? Your name is Sky Vac. Talk to me a little bit how that name came to be and what that branding means to you. Right. Yeah. So um, I've taken branding very seriously from the start and I've tried leaving myself as open as possible um, to really allow whatever naturally happens take place. And so when I was, I have a, a Google doc of probably 200 words that I either were inspired by, created, took things. And finally my mom was like, why don't you just go by your own name? And it was something that I just wanted to be separate from myself. I didn't want to include anything personal with it. Um, and 
my last name's Sarvak, so I thought, okay, I like the VAK in it. Um, it looked good with the current art that I had at the time. And so I just kind of went with three letter words that fit with it. And that's how I came with Skyvac. And it's funny you ask that because to this day, it's something that I still just, uh, I'm still kind of like uncomfortable with my branding or whatever it is you want to call it. Um, but I'm definitely an advocate for staying open to change and trying to not corner yourself too much. If you know, I want to do house music only, and that's what I'm going to do, then go make that happen, you know? Um, but if you're someone who's worried about, oh, do I have to go this direction or that? Make whatever comes to you, you know? And that's something that I've learned from a lot of other producers that I've, I've listened to. And it's something that I've definitely taken to heart. And I've really wanted to leave as many open doors as possible and let whatever happens um, just naturally come out and present itself. Definitely. No, that's, that's amazing. I love the story of your branding and just kind of the way you think about your DJ journey and just what you want to do within this industry. You know, there are so many different lanes that you can take as a DJ and I see you're planning around a few of them. You know, what are the ones that you're, you're focusing right now? Um, are you more so, you know, party DJ, club DJ, you know, rave, festival, bars, concerts, or are you mostly on the producer side and that's the lane you're going? Um, where do you find yourself? What lane are you in? And um, just tell me about your focus today and how um, you're going about that. Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, I started with live performance. I've been in love with bass music from the start. And that's really what I'm going to be rolling with. I'm going to be creating bass music uh, that is really going to be set for a live environment. Um, I think COVID made all artists as a whole kind of take a step back and look at streaming um, and focus on that platform a little bit, even those who created uh, live focused uh, tracks. And so that kind of made me look at that side of things as well. But really what I'm gearing myself towards right now is creating a brand for a, a live experience that really provides a holistic artistic um expression and i am in such an infant stage of this right now i couldn't even tell you where it's going to be going and listening back to this a few years from now i'm going to be very excited to see where it's at um and where it came from but we're really just at the origin of it all right now but i when i present myself to clubs uh or any venues i kind of tell them you know i'm a kind of a Vegas style DJ. I take hip hop, top forties, mix it with a lot of electronic tracks. Um, I keep a hype set going the entire time. And I really just engage with the audience and base, base things off of what they're signaling to me. Um, because at the end of the day, you're there for the people and to serve them. And if I think I'm gonna be playing more future bass that day, and turns out they want reggaeton, then I'm gonna be playing reggaeton. And that's how it's gonna go. Um, so it really just comes down to evolving with your audience and your surroundings. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, my goal is the same as anyone else with the ambition in this industry, which is being on the biggest stage as possible, um, and shooting for nothing less. 
Awesome, man. And I'm sure you're going to get there. You have the right drive and the right mindset and a spirit of serving people. And I love it to just hear that from you. It shows that your, your mind and your head is in the right place. And that's going to definitely bring you a lot of success. You know, you've been a DJ for a couple of years now. You know, you're, you're, you're not an old DJ, but you're, you're not, you know, just a brand new DJ. You have a little experience. So I'm sure you learned a lot within this journey of just starting out. So talk to me about some of the learning lessons that you've gotten so far. You know, something that you know now, but you wish you knew when you were first getting started for other DJs that are just starting a journey that, you know, can help avoid some of the pitfalls that you may have gone through. Yeah, um, I think that's a great question. Um, I think that competition uh, inspires greatness and it pushes you. And that's a great spirit to have, a competitive spirit. But I think that music inspires collaboration in a way unlike any other industry does. And at the end of the day, it's about taking to as many different things as possible and, and creating something new out of that. And so I think that collaboration is something that is such an important thing. And it's something that I've yet to really dive into in music production. And that even goes with DJing, just getting yourself out there and finding a, a network of others who have the same passion as you locally um, or even online, not locally. I think that it's a valuable resource to your your growth. And I think that, you know, even someone who's only been in this for a few weeks or a month gives different perspectives to someone else. And you could be a DJ for 10 years and have someone who's just getting started and provide a, a flame or an ember to that that veteran DJ that, you know, maybe they haven't felt in, in a little while. So there's there's value to come out of experience with anyone. Yeah, man, that's really good advice. You know, networking and building relationships with other people in the industry, older, younger, same age, doesn't matter how long they've been in the game. Um, there's value that you can capture from anyone. And then there's also value you can give in that relationship that you build within the transaction of exchanging value can really lead to great things because you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. It can come from that friend that you just met in the DJ world. It can come from that client that that saw you DJ at this one party. And as long as you're building relationships and having a brand that people want to engage with, that's how you build and are able to continue in your journey and continue to make steps towards where you want to be in your DJ career. I think that's super good advice. I'm glad you learned it early because a lot of people, they go through their career and don't realize the importance and the value of relationships. But the earlier you get that understanding, the earlier you can move quicker and faster with people surrounding you and pushing you forward um, in the same you know, common goal that they're trying to reach as well. You know, In regards to the things that have been difficult along your journey, has there been anything that really made your journey a little bit harder or a moment that you really felt like to give up or just a really tough spot and talk to me a little bit about some of the hard times and how you're able to get out of them. There are a lot of DJs that are in tough spots right now. So hearing your story might help them get out of those tough spots for themselves. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I'd say that honestly, there's a perception with some people that you're, you're born a certain way and you have to stay within that realm right and that is something that i think we're all on a journey to break through and become the best version of, of ourselves um and for me that was looking at djing music production something that i loved 
and saying at, at first, you know, oh, maybe this isn't for me because I'm not a musician. This, this isn't something that I can do. Um, and especially with music production, writing chords, learning music theory, uh, that was all a new experience for myself that I had never um, really, really been approached with or had had any knowledge of prior. And I even look, a great example is the Chainsmokers, um, Closer. Uh, I'm blanking out on, on, the, on the guy's name, but um, obviously they're a duo and the one who sings it, uh, he had never sang on a track before or anything like that. And if you listen to the song Closer, he's almost talking through it. And it's funny because he never saw himself as a singer and he kind of just talked through this track and really used his his resources to make it um radio ready and since then people have viewed him as an artist who sings and after that he took vocal lessons and now he's a singer and everyone sees him as a singer um you look at elenium and he started with playing the guitar he'd do one chord at a time and he'd do the same chord 20 times or however many he needed and put in that recording and then go to the next chord. And he'd place these compilations of chords together until it sounded like he was a fluid guitar player. And everyone looked at him as a, as a guitar player. And now he's a, an amazing guitarist and he's known for that. And so I really think that there's something to be said for looking at who you want to be and going for that regardless of where you are today um, because crazier things happen than whatever obstacles you're looking to, to conquer. Wow, man. Uh, super great insight and super great motivation to people out there. You can literally be whatever you want to be. you got to put in the work and make it happen. Uh, so I'm really glad that you're saying this, man. This is stuff that people need to hear. And I'm really glad that you're you know putting it out there to the world so they know um, that you're there to to give them encouragement and that anyone can achieve anything that they want to do in life. Yeah, thank you. And that that's coming from someone with zero experience in any of this. And in one year, I'm, I'm very happy with where I'm at and looking, looking towards the future. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, I would love to hear, you know, what are some things that my community can do to help and support you in this time? And after you say that, we can jump into our lightning round. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, I think that right now, uh, I definitely look at Instagram as a platform to, you know, have fans and really it's an outlet to, to give your music to. And I definitely live by the, the thousand fan rule. You know, I'd rather have a thousand dedicated fans than a hundred thousand followers that just you know, scroll by and like an image. Um, so I guess just stop on by. If you like what you see, come hang out, get to know me. I'd love to get to know anyone else. And uh, yeah, I'm putting out that remix coming up soon. Um, sometime early July, it's going to be a remix of Business by Tiesto. So check that out. I'm very excited to be putting that out. Wow. Spoken like a true creator. <laughs> I love it, man. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Yeah. So I have a 
DDJ 1000 and I use Rekordbox. I like Serato more though because of the video. So I might switch over. Who's your favorite DJ? Um, probably Elenium. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and what made it special? Uh, I would say my friend Jacoby's uh, birthday um, in terms of venues outside. I had a at an apartment party um, during spring this last year and it was an incredible experience it's right when things started to open back up and I was able to just play the music that inspires me and there was no obligation to be playing any certain music and I have never had more positive feedback from people and there were so many people that I did not even necessarily know there that were coming up to me and um, just really reinforcing what I've been striving for. And so I think that was definitely a, a special moment as well. Name some of the best places to party in your city. Oh, that's hard. Um, well, so I'm in Orange County right now and time out time at triangle square in costa mesa somewhere that i've yet to go to but i want to check that out um woody's wharf on the peninsula is always popping i've been down there and i saw steve aoki at academy la last night so that was pretty awesome as well what is one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for djs yeah I think that, um, and I've seen this this said before, just a connection with the audience, obviously. And I think somehow if you could in, engage people with something as simple as, hey, here's a t-shirt with my brand. If you stick around and do this or that, um, I'm going to be taking one of my fans and sending five of these out or whatever at the end of the show. So something of that form would be really cool. Yeah. And obviously visuals and stuff are really important. Awesome. And uh, shout out to any DJs that you know personally whose stories you will also share on this podcast. Yeah. Um, Tris EDM is uh, a mid-tempo producer who has given me a, a lot of um, inspiration. And we've kind of grown together, I'd say. Uh, but he far exceeds where I'm at in producing. He's an amazing producer. Um and Joker in Los Angeles has J-O-K-R. He's also an amazing producer as well. Um, and Brilliant is a lo-fi producer and DJ back in Columbia, my college town. And he has a huge following on Spotify, like 100 million streams on his last album. And he just is always there to support me and give me knowledge. And so, um, yeah, shout out to those three. Awesome, man. We look forward to hearing their shows one day. And any DJ who wants to be on the show, they can sign up at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Yeah, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, all streaming platforms. Uh, Skyback on streaming platforms. On Instagram, it's Skyback Music. Same thing with YouTube as well. Awesome, man. This has been a great interview. I really am excited about your journey. Love your optimism and love the process you've been taking to build your brand and to build your career as a DJ. So great luck, man. And I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story with us. Everything you're doing, I love it, man. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate you having me.
Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the club.